is a woman in South Africa who called for prayer. She was suffering from period pains and a headache. She started suffering from period pains in 2009. As the men of God prayed for her over the phone, the healing power of God touched her. She received her instant healing. The headache and the period pains disappeared immediately after prayer, and she confirmed that she was no longer feeling anything. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We, we will get the word of God from the book of Matthew chapter 4 from verse 10 NIV. Matthew 4 from verse 10 it says, Jesus said to him, Away from you, Satan, for it is written, Wish the Lord your God and save him Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee, leaving Nazareth. He went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali. To fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah, land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people living in the darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, we're going to go straight to the word of God. Tonight. Amen. From the book of Matthew chapter 4, from verse number 10. The Bible said that Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan. For it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. I want us just to, to, to talk a bit about this because yesterday we talked more about this when uh, we hear when Jesus Christ was, be, was praying and... Uh, was fasting. Jesus was praying and Jesus was fasting for, for 40 days. And the Bible talks about how he was tempted of the devil. And the Bible says that at last when he was being tempted, when the devil put him, uh, took him to the high mountain and showed him all kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And the devil said that if you can just bow down to me, I will, and worship me, I will give um, the kingdom to you. And the Bible said that Jesus Christ, he rebuked the devil and said that, away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. We talked about it that Jesus Christ, when he fought the devil, he fought the devil with the word of God. 
He was uh, not saying that I'm the son of the living God. I am the Messiah. I am Christ. Devil, you can't try me. Devil, you can't test me. But he was only purely fighting with the word. Hallelujah. He was only fighting with what? Oh. Hallelujah. Amen. I only find out that I'm talking, I'm, I was talking with the, with the mic that was closed now. But um, the Bible said that Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And the Bible said that, verse number 11, Then the devil left him. And the angels came and attended to him. Then the Bible talks about how, how the devil was tempting Jesus from previous verses in which the Bible said that the devil said that um, he took Jesus Christ to the high mountain and showed him all the kingdom of the world. And their splendor and all, all this I will give to you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. This was the devil saying that. And that's when Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan. For it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then what we talked about yesterday, we were finding the strategy uh, Jesus Christ used to defeat the devil, to tackle the devil, that all, all through when the devil was trying to attack Jesus, what Jesus Christ uh, did, he did not say that I'm the son of the living God, I'm the Messiah, I am Christ, but the Bible said that what Jesus Christ did, he quoted the word. For example, when we say that he quoted the word, even here he said that it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Not many other things. Jesus said that it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Not other things. Not worshiping the things that God have created. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. But Amen. worshiping God, not worshiping the things that God have created. Because, you know, the devil, he wants us to create gods out of things. He wants us to worship gods. He want, the devil wants us to worship idols. The devil does not want us to worship God, he wants us to worship what? Idols. And he wants us to worship things that God have created, not worshiping the creator. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Yes, the devil, he wants to still worship. Remember, the Bible says that God created human beings to do what? To worship God. Our primary functions that God have created us to do is to worship God, not to worship these things of this world. 
And actually, if we want, we can go to the book of Ezekiel 28. You will find how the Bible talks about um, describing who was Lucifer. Uh, who was Lucifer? What you see Lucifer used to do. Lucifer is another name of the devil. Who was he? What did he used to do? He was a worshiper himself. But when he began to be proud and begin to equate himself with God, when he wanted to be worshipped, that's when he was chased out of heaven. He was casted out of heaven because he wanted to still worship. Even today, he still wants to still worship. He doesn't want people to worship the living God. But in all these things, he is trying to still worship. He is trying to capture people's worship. To create gods out of things that God has created. That people must not worship the living God, but must worship things. For example, you will find that there are people who are worshipping their job. Some people, they have... Uh, They've got the idols out of their careers. Some people have got idols out of these, idols out of that. The devil wants people to worship, to worship him directly and indirectly. And in this world, there are many people who are worshipping the devil sometimes indirectly because sometimes the devil, when he wants to be worshipped, you know, he doesn't appear as the devil. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. He knows that if he Amen. can appear as the devil, the people who are going to reject him, then he appear behind things. Behind things. He, he makes things that, um, that are beautiful, that everybody likes, that seems everybody enjoys. Even sometimes when you look at these things, everybody likes them. And they hide behind, behind those things. And as the, as the people are worshipping those things, the devil is getting worship indirectly. It's the same things, you know. Sometimes God, uh, the devil, can raise up a celebrity. That as long as this, this human being is being worshipped, the devil entered that human being. And everybody, you know how people, they love celebrities of this world. They think they're just idolizing this person. Not knowing behind that person, the devil is doing what? He's stealing the glory. The devil is stealing the honor. The devil is stealing the worship. So that what he was trying to do with Jesus, uh, Jesus... Wash, they say, Jesus, if you can just bow down to, this was directly, the devil was saying to, to Jesus, De Jesus, if you can bow down to me, I will give you the kingdom. I will give you everything. Sometimes the devil said, if you can bow down to Keria, if you can bow down, to, you, you just worship this. The devil said that I will give you all these things. But Jesus Christ said something profound that the Bible is, Jesus said that it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. We must worship God only. Not man-made things. 
No matter how the things of this world look, how beautiful they are, they are never meant to be worshipped. They are never meant to be bowed down to. The only one who needs to be bowed down to is the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the Bible said that in the book of Exodus chapter 20, the Bible reads as follows. Um, the Bible said that from verse number 1, And God spoke all these things. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall not have other gods before me. Verse number 4. You shall not make for yourself an image or form of anything in heaven above or in earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord, I am your God. I am a jealous God. Punishing the children for the sins of the parent to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me. Showing love to the thousand generation of those who love me and kept my commandments. Then here is God. God speaking in Exodus chapter 20. That God is saying that Nothing, nothing out of the things that you have created must ever be worshipped. Only God must be worshipped. Then as a child of the living God, we must examine ourselves and we must ensure, make it sure that we are not worshipping the things that God has created. Don't worship the things that God has created. Worship the Lord, your God, only. That's what the Bible is talking about. Don't bow down to things. Hey, don't love the things more than you love God. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Don't be trapped and you end up loving the things that God has created more than God. Otherwise, God says that I am a jealous God. I'm a jealous God. If you're going to idolize anything, God will begin to fight with you because he wants you to worship him. He loves your worship. Your worship is important to him. But if you're going to begin to, hey, to worship what he has created, we make God to be angry because worship belongs to who? Worship belongs unto God. Worship does not belong unto things. But the devil, like I told you, he wants to steal that worship. He doesn't want God to be worshipped. He also, he, he, he wants to make himself a fake God. An idol. An idol is like, it's a fake God. It's not a real God. It's a fake God. That's why from the Old Testament, you will find that uh, in, in different ways, the devil tried to raise idols in different ways. Whether it was a statue of Nebuchadnezzar, whether it was a Baal, whether it was a statue of Nebuchadnezzar, whether it was a Baal, whether it was a pole of Asiteris, 
that's where all idols, that's where all fake gods, which were taken. I don't know whether, are we talking about ancestors? There are some people who say that they are ancestors. You know, they go like, we are worshipping ancestors. Worshipping demons. Then, they are behind that ancestor or that statue of Buddha, they are worshipping. The demon entered, the devil entered. When they are worshipping, they think they are worshipping an idol, but the devil is taking all the glory. The devil is enjoying to be worshipped. Amen. Then out from Amen. the Old Testament, the devil has been trying to steal the wash because he wants the reason why he became proud and compete with God because he wanted to be God. No wonder the Bible will be saying that refer, the Bible referred to the devil as the God of this world. He's the, he, he, he tried to be the God of this world. He make he make he make himself behind the systems of the world. And somebody, you know, doesn't even know, you know, that um, we don't even know that sometimes it is not because um, we are so careerful people. Sometimes out of that career it has been a system that behind the system of entertainment. You're not aware. Why are we idolizing in this entertainment industry like this? Why is there so idolatry on this one, on this thing that people they become idols? People they become idols. You I don't know what people are idol celebrating out of these people. But they become idols which the devil used this person to attract glory, to attract worship. And, uh, and you wonder, anyway, okay, can you go further to the book of Matthew chapter 22 verse number 37? The Bible says that love, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all of your heart with all of your soul, with all of your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. I want you to understand that uh, as a child of the living God, it is something that we must constantly do to examine ourselves, to make sure that we don't have any other idol. Because the devil wants to steal your heart. So now later the devil wants you to love money too much. He wants you to be worshipping money. There are people who are worshipping money. Yes, we know that you need money to buy. We know we need money to buy. But you must not reach, that, reach a level where you love and you are worshipping money. There are people who are not aware. <laughs> you know, some people, they are not even aware that they are worshipping money. But mammon has become their God, indirectly. <laughs> Then it's not something that you're going to say that I love God and you say you, you keep quiet. It's something that you have to examine because you know what the devil is doing. The same way, you know, if those people who have been to fishing, in which I have when I was young, even though I've never fished, you know, when you go there, you go with a bait. What you are using the bait for is to trap fishes. 
so that you put it there so that the fish can catch the bait and you take it out. Then also already the devil is trapping people to win their hearts to win their worship, to win their souls, to win their life. Directly and indirectly. But he's he's not sending one bait. There are lots of baits that he's sending to capture them. Amen. Then sometimes, now and and constantly, we ought to examine ourselves. Am I captured? If you are captured, we come back, we repent. And we continue to walk with Christ. That's why sometimes you are finding why are we fasting this time, maybe once a month. We are trying to examine ourselves. Because there are many baits. There is no one bait. You're still going to say, ah, I have defeated the devil. It's over. It's the same thing with the life of Jesus Christ. Did Jesus, was Jesus Christ only tempted on his prayer and fasting for 40 days at the beginning of ministry, only in his life? Absolutely not. Many times in his life, the devil tempted him. Many times. After that, the Bible, yes, here, when the devil was rebuked, he left. But was that all? No, remember that day when the devil used another strategy and came through Peter. So Peter, Peter said that Jesus, when Jesus Christ was talking about how he's going to be crucified, and the devil entered Peter and said, Jesus, no, you're not going to be crucified, Lord. Peter is talking as if he is somebody who's loving Jesus too much and caring about Jesus too much. In which somebody will be saying, oh, Peter, the way you love me, maybe I'm not going to die. The way you guys love me, you are enjoying my company, I don't want to die. Somebody was going to end up saying that. But Jesus, by discernment and understanding that something has entered Peter and he's trying to speak of the devil through Peter, the devil is speaking through Peter. The Bible said that Jesus said that, no, get him behind me, Satan. He could tell that the one who was speaking, it is not. It is not Peter now, it's the devil who was tempting him not to, to be crucified. Then many times Jesus Christ was tempted. The devil was using different strategies. Sometimes you think when the Pharisee came to trap Jesus, it was only the Pharisee who was trying to trap Jesus. Sometimes, some of those times, the devil tried to enter the Pharisee, the teachers of the law, to trap Jesus. Because that's what they were trying to do, to trap Jesus. And out of the gift of the, of, this, of the wisdom, he responded such a way that he could not be arrested. But I'm trying to say that the devil tried many times to capture Jesus. In the same way, the devil, know that it is his character. Some people, they think, okay, you know, the devil tempts you once. Look, on, on one scenario, the devil came to Jesus came with different strategies about four times. About four times. Once. One day, four times the devil was trying to capture the heart of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ could defeat the devil only using what? Only using the word. Amen. 
And I cannot tell you that also one of the things that uh, is going to help you to be victorious over the traps of the devil, over the schemes of the devil, is the word of God. Amen. And it's not the word of God that you have read and you have heard once. It's the word of God that you are constantly hearing. You are constantly meditating upon. You are the, constantly talking about. It's not one word. It's constantly. Uh, let, me, let me give you an example. In your lifetime, you know, when we go to, let, let, let us just go this before we talk about this point. Can you go to the book of John chapter 15? John chapter 15. Hallelujah. Verse number three. You are already clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. So you are already clean. And the reason why you are clean is not because of other things. It's not because you have only baptized. It's not because you have bathed in the morning. But you are already clean. How? Because of the word that I've spoken to you. That means the word of God cleans you. Okay, if it's the word of God which is cleans you. Okay, and if we talk about bathing, how many times do you bath in a month? Do you bath once a month? No. You can't bath once a month and you say you are clean. You bath every day. You bath every day. So if the word of God is another thing that cleans you from what? When the devil tries to detifies you, trap you to detifies you, you must constantly wash with the, wash yourself, clean yourself with the word of God. Not only that, the Bible says that if the word of God is the receipt to clean you, the Bible talks about that. Meditate upon his word day and night. The Bible talks about Jesus Christ. It says that men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. How is the word? How do you how much? How do you feed? How do people eat? They eat a breakfast, they eat lunch, they eat evening. Some they eat snacks all the all the day through. To show that if men shall not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. This word of God needs to be helping you to descend and to expose the lies of the devil. It must expose the lies of the devil. And you will be able to say, the devil, you are lying, it is written. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. You are lying, it is written. You are lying, the devil, the word of God says. Because the devil wants to track you and to trap you so that he can steal the worship out of you. And we find that what drives your life is no longer the things of God. You are no longer living according to the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse number 33 where the Bible says, Hey, seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these other things shall be given to you. Not you worshipping them, not you running after them, but after what? After God. Even when the devil tried to steal your heart, you resist and you say, In my life, the Lord is the one who's my shepherd. The Lord is the one who's the Lord. Not the things of this world. Hallelujah. 
Say in my life. In my life. Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. Say Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are the love of my life. You are the love of my life. I love you more than anything. I love you more than anything. I give you my heart. I give my heart. I give my life to you, Jesus. I love to you, Jesus. Love to you, Jesus. You are the Lord of my life. You are the Lord you are of my the life. life. You know, some commitments like that, some people, they think you must say this in salvation. Yes. Salvation, you are just beginning to walk with Christ. You are just beginning to walk with God. There are people like that. They were born again. But along the way, the devil trying to steal their attention, to steal their worship, to steal that. Uh, they have wondered, they had wondered a way to make, from making the Lord, being the Lord of their life. Now, after that, indirectly the devil has become the Lord of their life because the one who's driving, because the one they are worshipping, he has stole the worship then it must be something that we constantly turn around and we say that, no, I belong to Jesus. He's the Lord of my life, not the things of this world. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, because of time, wherever you are, begin to pray. I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. Say anything which is not of God. Anything which is not of God. In my life. In my life, in my career, 
In my career. In my path. In my path. In my anything. In my anything. Catch fire now. Catch fire now. Catch fire now. I command them. I command them. Come out. 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 I command oh. them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Congratulations. Then tonight Amen. there may be somebody who have not received Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, let us say this prayer together, the prayer to renew our vows, the prayer to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. Wherever you are, say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. From today. From today, I am born again. I am born again. I am saved. I am saved. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. If there was somebody praying that prayer for the first time, know that yes, you are born again. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a child of the living God, and what you can help yourself with is this one. When you wake up, pray in the name of Jesus. Before you eat your food, pray in the name of Jesus. When you want God, uh, and do yourself a favor, follow this profile, that whenever whenever uh, we go live, you can be our prayer partner as our prayer partners. Whenever, when we pray together, I can assure you, your life will never ever be the same in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Wherever you are, don't forget today is just day number two of our seven days prayer and fasting. Seven days to go. And I say, wow, congratulations. Let us share the grace tonight. Say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. Surely goodness and love. Surely goodness and love. Shall follow me. Shall follow me. All the days of my life. 
all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So let there be progress. Let there be progress. In my life. In my life. In my family. In my family. In my career. In my career. In our country. In our country. In my anything. In my anything. Say I command. I command. Everything to turn around for my good. Everything to turn around for my good. In every sector of my life. Every sector of my life. Everything turn around for my good. Everything turn around for my good. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to say don't forget in this season we are planting a seed every day on these seven days. We are creating an atmosphere of open heaven. Open heaven. We are combining the power of prayer, the power of fasting, the power of the seed of sowing a seed. And I can assure you, you will come back with a wonderful testimony in the name of Jesus. I want to say to you tonight, have a blessed and a successful night in Jesus' name. There is a woman in South Africa who called for prayer. She was suffering from period pains and a headache. She started suffering from period pains in 2009. As the men of God prayed for her over the phone, the healing power of God touched her. She received her instant healing. The headache and the period pains disappeared immediately after prayer and she confirmed that she was no longer feeling anything glory to god in jesus name amen amen Amen. we will get the word of god from the book of matthew chapter 4 from verse 10 niv matthew 4 from verse 10 it says jesus said to you away from you satan for it is written Wish the Lord your God and save him. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee, leaving Nazareth. He went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali. To fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah, Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people living in the darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow of death. A light has dawned. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, we're going to go straight to the Word of God. Amen. 
from the book of Matthew chapter 4 from verse number 10. The Bible said that Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan. For it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. I want us just to, to, to talk a bit about this because yesterday we talked more about this. When uh, we hear when Jesus Christ was, be, was praying and uh, was fasting. Jesus was praying and Jesus was fasting for, for 40 days. And the Bible talks about how he was tempted of the devil. And the Bible says that at last, when he was being tempted, when the devil put him, uh, took him to the high mountain and showed him all kingdoms of the world and their splendor, and the devil said that if you can just bow down to me, I will and worship me, I will give. Um, the kingdom to you. And the Bible said that Jesus Christ, he rebuked the devil and said that, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. We talked about it, that Jesus Christ, when he fought the devil, he fought the devil with the word of God. He was uh, not saying that I'm the son of the living God. I am the Messiah. I am Christ. Devil, you can't try me. Devil, you can't test me. But he was only purely fighting with the word. Mm. Hallelujah. He was only fighting with what? Oh. Hallelujah. Amen. I only find out that I'm talking, um, I was talking with the, with the mic that was closed now. But um, the Bible said that Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And the Bible said that, verse number 11, Then the devil left him. And the angels came and attended to him. Then the Bible talks about how, how the devil was tempting Jesus from previous verses in which the Bible said that the devil said that um, he took Jesus Christ to the high mountain and showed him all the kingdom of the world and their splendor, and all this I will give to you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. This was the devil saying that. And that's when Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then what we talked about yesterday, we were finding the strategy uh, Jesus Christ used to defeat the devil, to
to tackle the devil that all all through when the devil was trying to attack Jesus, what Jesus Christ uh, did, did not say that I'm the son of the living God, I'm the Messiah, I am Christ. But the Bible says that what Jesus Christ did, he quoted the word. For example, when we say that he quoted the word, even here he said that it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Not many other things. Jesus said that it is written. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Not other things. Not worshiping the things that God have created. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. But worshiping God, not worshiping the things that God have created. Because, you know, the devil, he wants us to create gods out of things. He wants us to worship gods. He want, the devil wants us to worship idols. The devil does not want us to worship God. He wants us to worship what? Idols. And he wants us to worship things that God have created, not worshiping the Creator. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Yes, the devil, he wants to still worship. Remember, the Bible said that God created human beings to do what? To worship God. Our primary function that God have created us to do is to worship God. Not to worship these things of this world. And actually, if we went, we can go to the book of Ezekiel 28. You will find how the Bible talks about um, describing who was Lucifer. Uh, who was Lucifer? What you see Lucifer used to do. Lucifer is another name of the devil. Who was he? What did he used to do? He was a worshiper himself. But when he begin to be proud and begin to equate himself with God, when he wanted to be worshipped, that's when he was chased out of heaven. He was casted out of heaven because he wanted to still worship. Even today, he still wants to still worship. He doesn't want people to worship the living God. But in all these things, he is trying to still worship. He is trying to capture people's worship. To create gods out of things that God has created. That people must not worship the living God, but must worship things. For example, you will find that there are people who are worshipping their job. Some people, they have... Uh, They've got the idols out of their careers. Some people have got idols out of these, idols out of that. The devil wants people to worship, to worship him directly and indirectly. And in this world, there are many people who are worshipping the devil, sometimes indirectly, because sometimes the devil, when he wants to be worshipped, you know, he doesn't appear as the devil. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. 
He knows that if he can appear as the devil, the people who are going to reject him, then he appear behind things. Behind things. He, he makes things that, um, that are beautiful, that everybody likes, that seems everybody enjoys. Even sometimes when you look at these things, everybody likes them. And they hide behind, behind those things. And as the, as the people are worshipping those things, the devil is getting worship indirectly. It's the same things, you know. Sometimes God, uh, the devil, can raise up a celebrity. Then as long as this, this human being is being worshipped, the devil entered that human being. And everybody, you know how people, they love celebrities of this world. They think they're just idolizing this person. Not knowing behind that person, the devil is doing what? He's stealing the glory. The devil is stealing the honor. The devil is stealing the worship. So that what he was trying to do with Jesus. Say, Jesus, wash. Jesus, if you can just bow down to. This was directly. The devil was saying to, to Jesus. De, Jesus, if you can bow down to me, I will give you the kingdom. I will give you everything. Sometimes the devil said, if you can bow down to Korea. If you can bow down, you, you just worship this. The devil said that I will give you all these things. But Jesus Christ said something profound that the Bible is, is Jesus said that it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. We must worship God only. Not man-made things. No matter how the things of this world look, how beautiful they are, they are never meant to be worshipped. They are never meant to be bowed down to. The only one who needs to be bowed down to is the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the Bible said that in the book of Exodus chapter 20, the Bible reads as follows. Um, the Bible says that from verse number 1, And God spoke all these things. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall not have other gods before me. Verse number 4, You shall not make for yourself an image or form of anything in heaven above or in earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord, I am your God. I am a jealous God. Punishing the children for the sins of the parent to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me. Showing love to the thousand generation of those who love me and kept my commandments. Then here is God. God speaking in Exodus chapter 20 that God is saying that nothing, nothing out of the things that he have created must ever be worshipped. Only God must be worshipped. Then as a child of the living God, we must 
examine ourselves and we must ensure, make it sure that we are not worshipping the things that God have created. Don't worship the thing that God have created. Worship the Lord, your God, only. That's what the Bible is talking about. Don't bow down to things. Hey, don't love the things more than you love God. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Don't be trapped and you end up loving the things that God have created more than God. Otherwise, God says that I am a jealous God. I'm a jealous God. If you're going to idolize anything, God will begin to fight with you. Because he wants you to worship him. He loves your worship. Your worship is important to him. But if you're going to begin to, hey, to worship what he has created, we make God to be angry because worship belongs to who? Worship belongs unto God. Worship does not belong unto things. But the devil, like I told you, he wants to steal that worship. He doesn't want God to be worshipped. He also, he, he, he wants to make himself a fake God. An idol. An idol is like, it's a fake God. It's not a real God. It's a fake God. That's why from the Old Testament, you will find that uh, in, in different ways, the devil tried to raise idols in different ways. Whether it was a statue of Nebuchadnezzar, whether it was a Baal, whether it was a statue of Nebuchadnezzar, whether it was a Baal, whether it was a pole of Asiteris, that's where all idols, that's where all fake gods, which were taking, I don't know whether, are we talking about ancestors? There are some people who say that they are ancestors. You know, they go like, we are worshipping ancestors. Worshipping demons. Then, they are behind that ancestor or that statue of Buddha, they are worshipping. The demon entered, the devil entered. The, when they are worshipping, they think they are worshipping an idol, but the devil is taking all the glory. The devil Amen. is enjoying to be worshipped. Then, out from the Old Testament, the devil has been trying to steal the wash because he wants the reason why he became proud and compete with God because he wanted to be God. No wonder the Bible will be saying that refer, the Bible referred to the devil as the God of this world. He's the, he, he, he tried to be the God of this world. He make he make he make himself behind the systems of the world. And somebody, you know, doesn't even know, you know, that um, we don't even know that sometimes it is not because um, we are so careerful people. Sometimes out of that career it has been a system that behind the system of entertainment. You're not aware. Why are we idolizing in this entertainment industry like this? Why is there so idolatry on this one, on these things that people they become idols? 
People, they become idols. You, I don't know what people are, are celebrating out of these people. You but can. they become idols which the devil used this person to attract glory, to attract uh, worship. And, uh, and you wonder, anyway, okay, can you go further to the book of Matthew chapter 22, verse number 37? The Bible says that love, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. I want you to understand that uh, as a child of the living God, it is something that we must constantly do to examine ourselves. To make sure that we don't have any other idol. Because the devil wants to steal your heart. So now later the devil wants you to love money too much. He wants you to be worshipping money. There are people who are worshipping money. Yes, we know that you need money to buy. We know we need money to buy. But you must not reach, that, reach a level where you love and you are worshipping money. There are people who are not aware. You know, some people, they are not even aware that they're worshipping money. But mammon has become their God, indirectly. <laughs> then, it's not something that you're going to say that I love God, and you say, you, you keep quiet. It's something that you have to examine, because you know what the devil is doing. The same way, you know, if those people who have been to fishing, in which I have when I was young, even though I've never fished. You know, when you go there, you go with a bait. What you are using the bait for is to trap fishes so that you put it there so that each fish can catch the bait and you take it out. Then also already the devil is trapping people to win their hearts to win their worship, to win their souls, to win their life, directly and indirectly. But he's not, he's not sending one bait. There are lots of baits that he's sending to capture them. Amen. Then sometimes, Amen. now and, the, and constantly, we ought to examine ourselves. Am I captured? If you are captured, we come back, we repent. And we continue to walk with Christ. That's why sometimes you're finding why are we fasting this time, maybe once a month. We are trying to examine ourselves. Because there are many baits. There's no one bait. You're still going to say, ah, I've defeated the devil. It's over. It's the same thing with the life of Jesus Christ. Did Jesus, was Jesus Christ only tempted on his prayer and fasting for 40 days at the beginning of ministry, only in his life? Absolutely not. Many times in his life, the devil tempted him. Many times. After that, the Bible, yes, here, when the devil was rebuked, he left. But was that all? No, remember that day when the devil used another strategy and came through Peter. So Peter, Peter said that Jesus, when Jesus Christ was talking about how he's going to be crucified, and the devil entered Peter and said, Jesus, no, you're not going to be crucified, Lord. 
Peter is talking as if he is somebody who is loving Jesus too much and he caring about Jesus too much. In which somebody will be saying, oh, Peter, the way you love me, maybe I'm not going to die. The way you guys love me, you are enjoying my company, I don't want to die. Somebody was going to end up saying that. But Jesus, by discernment and understanding that something has entered Peter and he's trying to speak of the devil through Peter, the devil is speaking through Peter. The Bible said that Jesus said that, no, get you behind me, Satan. He could tell that the one who was speaking, it is not, it is not Peter now, it's the devil who was tempting him not to, to be crucified. Then many times Jesus Christ was tempted. The devil was using different strategies. Sometimes you think when the Pharisee came to trap Jesus, it was only the Pharisee who was trying to trap Jesus. Sometimes, some of those times, the devil tried to enter the Pharisee, the teachers of the law, to trap Jesus. Because that's what they were trying to do, to trap Jesus. And out of the gift of the, of this, of the wisdom, he responded such a way that he could not be arrested. But I'm trying to say that the devil tried many times to capture Jesus. In the same way, the devil, know that it is his character. Some people, they think, okay, you know, the devil tempts you once. Look, on, on one scenario, the devil came to Jesus, came with different strategies about four times. About four times, once. One day. Four times the devil was trying to capture the heart of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ could defeat the devil only using what? Only using the word. Amen. And I can tell you that also one of the things that uh, is going to help you to be victorious over the traps of the devil, over the schemes of the devil, is the word of God. Amen. It's not the word of God that you have read and you have heard once. It's the word of God that you are constantly hearing. You are constantly meditating upon. You are constantly talking about. It's not one word. It's constantly. Uh, let, me, let me give you an example. In your lifetime, you know, when we go to... Let, let, let us just go this before we talk about this point. Can you go to the book of John chapter 15? John chapter 15. Hallelujah. Verse number 3. You are already clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. So you are already clean. And the reason why you are clean is not because of other things. It's not because you have only baptized. It's not because you have bathed in the morning. But you are already clean. How? Because of the word that I have spoken to you. That means the word of God cleans you. Okay, if it's the word of God which is cleans you. Okay, and if you talk about bathing, how many times do you bath in a month? Do you bath once a month? No. You can't bath once a month and you say you are clean. You bath every day. 
You bath every day. So if the word of God is another thing that cleans you from what? When the devil tries to detifies you, trap you to detifies you, you must constantly wash with your wash yourself, clean yourself with the word of God. Not only it's that. Right. The Bible says that if the word of God is the receipt to clean you, the Bible talks about that. Meditate upon his word day and night. The Bible talks about Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. says that men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. How is the word? How do you how much? How do you feed? How do people eat? They eat a breakfast, they eat lunch, they eat evening. Some they eat snacks all the all the day through. To show that if men shall not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God, this word of God needs to be helping you to descend and to expose the lies of the devil. It must expose the lies of the devil. And you will be able to say, the devil, you are lying, it is written. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. You are lying, it is written. You are lying, the devil, the word of God says. Because the devil wants to track you and to trap you so that he can steal the worship out of you. And we find that what drives your life is no longer the things of God. You are no longer living according to the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse number 33 where the Bible says, Hey, seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these other things shall be given to you. Not you worshipping them, not you running after them, but after what? After God. Even when the devil tried to steal your heart, you resist and you say, in my life, the Lord is the one who's my shepherd. The Amen. Lord is the one who's the Lord. Not the Amen. things of this world. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Say, in my life. In my life. Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are the love of my life. You are the love of my life. I love you more than anything. I love you more than anything. I give you my heart. I give my heart. I give my life to you, Jesus. I you, Jesus. Jesus. You are the Lord of my life. You are the Lord of my life. You know, some commitments like that, some people, they think you must say this in salvation. Yes. Salvation, you are just beginning to walk with Christ. You are just beginning to walk with God. There are people like that. They were born again. But along the way, the devil trying to steal their attention, to steal their worship, to steal that. Uh, they have wandered, they had wandered away to make, from making the Lord, being the Lord of their life. Now, after that, indirectly the devil has become the Lord of their life because the one who's driving, because the one they are worshipping, he has stole the worship. Then it must be something that we constantly turn around and we say that no, I belong to Jesus. He's the Lord of my life, not the things of this world. Hallelujah. Amen. 
anywhere because of time wherever you are begin to pray I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. Say anything which is not of God. Anything which is not of God. In my life. In my life, in my career, in my career, in my path, in my path, in my anything, in my anything. Catch fire now! 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 I command them. I command them. Come out. 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 I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Congratulations. Then tonight there may be somebody who have not received Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, let us say this prayer together, the prayer to renew our vows, the prayer to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. Wherever you are, say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. 
Protect me from today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. From today. From today. I am born again. I am born again. I am saved. I am saved. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. If there was somebody praying that prayer for the first time, know that yes, you are born again. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a child of the living God. And what you can help yourself with is this one. When you wake up, pray in the name of Jesus. Before you eat your food, pray in the name of Jesus. When you want God uh, and do yourself a favor, follow this profile that whenever, whenever uh, we go live, you can be our prayer partner as our prayer partners. Whenever, when we pray together, I can assure you, your life will never ever be the same in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wherever you are, don't forget today is just day number two of our seven days prayer and fasting. Seven days to go. And I say, wow, congratulations. Let us share the grace tonight. Say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. Surely goodness and love. Surely goodness and love. Shall follow me. Shall follow me. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So let there be progress. Let there be progress. In my life. In my life. In my family. In my family. In my career. In my career. In our country. In our country. In my anything. In my anything. Say I command. I command. Everything to turn around for my good. Everything to turn around for my good. In every sector of my life. Every sector of my life. Everything turn around for my good. Everything turn around for my good. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to don't forget in this season we are planting a seed every day on these seven days. We are creating an atmosphere of open heaven. Open heaven, we are combining the power of prayer, the power of fasting, the power of the seed, of sowing a seed. And I can assure you, 
you will come back with a wonderful testimony in the name of Jesus. I want to say to you tonight, have a blessed and a successful night in Jesus' name.